0: Thanks for tuning in to Mustang News on KCPR 91.3 FM in San Luis Obispo and worldwide at kcpr.org. I'm Nico Vignola reporting from Monterey County, getting you the latest updates on the Kristen Smart murder trial. Closing statements began on Monday, and Prosecutor Christopher Porell gave his statement to Paul Flores' jury on behalf of the people. Paul Flores's attorney, Robert Sanger, gave the first part of his statement on behalf of his client in the afternoon. Before closing statements began, Judge Jennifer O'Keefe reminded the jury multiple times that they must find the defendant guilty only if the prosecution has proved his guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. Paul Flores is charged with felony murder in the commission of a rape, although Judge O'Keefe noted that he had been prosecuted for murder under different theories. Jurors must decide if he is guilty of the charges filed against him, or if he is not guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. They may conclude that he committed premeditated first-degree murder, felony murder in the commission of an attempted rape, second-degree murder, or that he did not commit a crime at all. Judge O'Keefe told the jury, quote, you need not all agree on the same theory, but you must unanimously agree on the degree of the murder, end quote. Closing statements for Ruben Flores will take place after they conclude for the Paul Flores case. During his closing statement, Pouvel told the jury that, quote, justice delayed does not have to be justice denied, end quote, and added that, quote, you have everything you need in evidence to deliver a truthful verdict in this case, that Paul Flores is guilty, end quote. Buvel's closing statement primarily consisted of giving the jury an overview of all of the evidence that the prosecution has presented throughout the trial. It was also accompanied by a visual presentation. One of the slides was labeled Crandall Party Timeline, which briefly recounted the events of the party at 135 Crandall Way on the night that Smart disappeared. He spoke about various witness testimony that placed Smart and Paul Flores together at some point during the party. And said that Smart was not in a position to give consent. Burrell said she was vulnerable at the party because of her level of intoxication, making reference to what he referred to as Paul Flores' hunt when he said that the defendant was targeting her and that he knew she was intoxicated. He also made reference to a bruise under Paul Flores' eye, which the defendant gave various different explanations for in 1996, Pouvelle said, quote, there is no reason to lie to your best friend about how you got the bruise unless you got it right during the murder of Kristen Smart and the burying of her body, end quote. Pouvel's closing statement also included descriptions of the burial site that law enforcement excavated under Ruben Flores' deck at his home in Oreo Grande, which Pouvel described as the perfect hiding place. He reminded the jury about the testimony from human remains detection dog handlers who said that their dogs alerted to the area indicating that they were in odor of human remains. He also noted the anomaly that archaeologists found under the ground fit the exact dimensions for Smart's body and for the fact that it was a grave, and later added that samples taken from under the deck tested positive for human blood. Before this next section, I would like to give a trigger warning for mentions of rape, and advise listeners who may be sensitive to that content to turn off their radio for the next three minutes. One of Pouvel's last points was revisiting testimonies from two women assigned the names Rhonda and Sarah Doe by the court, who testified that Paul Flores raped them in 2008 and 2011, respectively. Pouvel told the jury quote, You can conclude that Paul Flores was disposed or inclined to commit sexual offenses, and based on that decision, also conclude that Paul Flores was likely to commit and did commit rape or attempted rape. End quote. He ended his closing statement by asking the jury to find the defendant guilty in this case. During his closing statement, Sanger addressed Pouvel's closing statement directly and told the jurors that the prosecution did not effectively prove their case against his client beyond a reasonable doubt. He also said that there is no evidence of the rape or attempted rape of Kristen Smart by Paul Flores in 1996 and told the jury that they can't consider that at all when deliberating on whether or not he is guilty. Of the charges filed against him. Sanger said, quote, they can't convince you that somebody is guilty of a rape just because he is a bad person, end quote. He spent a portion of his closing statement recounting testimony from Jennifer Hudson, a slow local who said that she heard Paul Flores admit to murder in 1996, which he has brought up to multiple witnesses. During his closing statement, he called her testimony preposterous and said that her testimony was only a lead that the police department could not corroborate. He also referred to the publicity surrounding the case as the elephant in the room, and mentioned that Paul Flores and his father have been the targets of negative media attention as a result of the case. Sanger reminded the jury that the defendant has a constitutional right not to testify, adding that they could not consider this as evidence for the case for any reason. Court proceedings will resume Tuesday morning with the rest of Sanger's closing statement to Paul Flores' jury. Paul Flores is currently charged with Smart's murder, while his father, Ruben Flores, is charged with accessory to the crime. If convicted, Paul Flores can face anywhere from 25 years in prison to a life sentence. His father is facing a maximum sentence of three years. For more detailed daily accounts of the trial's events, you can visit MustangNews.net or follow Mustang News on Twitter for updates. For Mustang News on KCPR, I'm Nico Miola.